This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Here's your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome to Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you can trust. And, you li- and if you live locally here in the state of Utah, looking outside, you might want to make sure those tires look good as the snow falls across the Wasatch Front. BYU falls in Waco, 81-72, falling to, t- falling to 12-3 and on the season, 0-2 in Big 12 play. The Cougars will return home to Provo tonight, then travel to Orlando looking for their first conference win on Saturday as they face UCF. That game will be tipping tipping off at 2 p.m. with pregame beginning at 1 right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Taking a look at a couple of the stats from the game tonight. The Cougars were led in scoring by Spencer Johnson and Trevor Nell. Both had 15 points on the game. Dallin Hall with 13 points and Jackson Robinson rounds it out with 10 as far as Cougars in double figures. The difference in the game tonight because BYU came in tonight looking to rebound from the poor shooting against Cincinnati at home on Saturday. They did so shooting 49% from the field in the, at 26 and 53 from the field. And to 9 of 24 from three-point range, that's thirty. That's good for 38%. So shooting much better tonight. Uh, did get 34 rebounds out rebounding Baylor, 34 to 28. So an improvement where we wanted to see where the Cougars wanted to see improvement. One of the one of the concerns from tonight's game is just the free throw shooting. The Cougars uh, a deficit of 14 free throws as uh, Baylor gets 28 free throw attempts on the game to BYU's 14. So the Bears doubling up the Cougars at the free throw line. BYU made 11 of 14. Baylor 21 of 28. That's a that's a 10 point different from the free throw line in a nine point game, which you can do the math and. A lot of that, by the way, I don't know how BYU fans feel watching the game. Just BYU needed to do a little bit better job defending without fouling, presenting the Bears to the free throw line. And what was a rough game on both sides, BYU coming out on the shorter end of the stick with the calls uh, there in Waco. Checking the Big 12 scoreboard, number two, Houston falls to Iowa State. They are no longer the nation's only undefeated team. Iowa State gets the victory 57-53. Tam and Lipsy leads the Cyclones with 14 points in that game. Ohio, or Iowa State sees Houston work back from a 10-point halftime deficit, but they hold on to win despite shooting just three from 13 from three. A near upset also in the Big 12 is number 25-ranked Texas beats Cincinnati by one. That was in Cincinnati's Big 12 home opener. Texas holds on for the win behind 33 points and six rebounds from forward Dylan Disu. Kansas State gets an 81-67 victory at West Virginia. The Wildcats outscore the Mountaineers big in the second half, 41-25 to get the win. Oklahoma State falls at Texas Tech in Lubbock, 90-73 to the Red Raiders. Tech shoots 7 for 13 from 3 and 59% from the field. Pop Isaac scores 24 points for the Red Raiders in the nine, or the 17-point victory. Uh, just a quick look, by the way, in case you were wondering, uh, Big 12 standings after two games for many teams. There's a few game, a few teams in Kansas, Oklahoma, uh, TCU, and UCF, all with just one conference game. 
But Baylor right now sitting atop the Big 12 with two two wins, two, uh, 2-0 in the conference. BYU joins Oklahoma State and West Virginia at 0-2. But one thing that we've learned quickly in two two games for BYU in this conference and two nights of conference play, this Big 12 basketball is exciting. And on any given night, there's not a lot of blowouts in this conference and every game is going to be tough. So the Cougars knew this was coming and now we're two games in. Cougars looking for their first victory or looking for their first win will become Saturday, hopefully come Saturday at UCF. Coming up next, we'll check more of the top 25 scoreboard and uh, give you a couple dates and times to put on your calendar. Your final score tonight in Waco, 81-72. The Bears outlast the Cougars. More Cougar postgame live comes your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. BYU falls in Waco 81-72 to to the Baylor Bears. BYU now 0-2 in Big 12 play. We'll get you back to uh, Waco with Greg Rebell, Mark Durant coming up here in just a moment. Just a couple of notes for you to put on your calendar. Coming up tomorrow, the BYU women's basketball team looks for their first Big 12 win at Houston. Jason Shepard will have the call at 6 p.m. Mountain on the BYU radio app, or you can watch it on ESPN Plus and Big 12 now. Also tomorrow, BYU basketball with Mark Pope as Greg Rebell and the coach look back on tonight's game and look ahead to the UCF game coming up on Saturday, plus player guest Ali Khalifa. You can watch that live at 6.30 p.m. on BYU TV and ESPN+. Taking a look at the top 25 scoreboard, a final in Logan as the 20th-ranked Utah State Aggies beat Wyoming 83-59. to with just 43 seconds left in the game, 16th-ranked Auburn's up 62-55 on Texas A&M. 19th-ranked San Diego State's just up two early on in the game with 11 and a half minutes left, 16-14 on San Jose. Sixth-ranked Kentucky gets a 90-77 win over the Missouri Tigers. Top-ranked Purdue falls, so we saw one and two fall tonight in the top 25. They fall to Nebraska, 88-72, 11th-ranked Duke, no problem against Pitt, 75-53 victors. Colorado State, 17th-ranked, just ahead of BYU. They fall at Boise State, 65-58, so some nice upsets in the top 25. And no upset here is 22nd-ranked Creighton beats DePaul, 84 to 58. That's your top 25 scoreboard. Gave you the Big 12 scoreboard. Wrapping things up here from the BYU Radio Studios. After the break, we'll send you back to the Foster Pavilion for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg and Mark. BYU Falls in Waco 81-72 on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with more Big O' Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
All right, a quick concluding segment here on uh, Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live. After this next break, we'll hear from head coach Mark Pope. Let's get to our Waystar star of the game in tonight's game. Baylor 81, BYU 72 is our final. It's brought to you by Waystar, simplifying healthcare payments. Learn more at waystar.com. We're going to go with Spencer Johnson. He was BYU's co-leading scorer, 15 points, made five of his shots from the field on five of 13, three of six threes, made both of his free throws, uh, four rebounds as well for Spencer. Uh, I thought nice game for Spencer. Trevin Nell also had 15. We'll go with Spencer Johnson for our Waystar star of the game tonight. Yeah, Spencer was great. I thought defensively he was very good, rebounded it well. Uh, I thought he and Nell, Trevin Nell playing great basketball right now, shooting the heck out of the basketball, and and uh, Dallin Hall played really well. So all that that guard line had a nice a nice game tonight. All right, coming up after this, it'll be the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. Mark Pope is with us courtside. We'll talk with the coach coming up right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back courtside here at Foster Pavilion in Waco, Texas. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant, head coach of the Cougars. Uh, Mark Pope is with us. BYU falls to Baylor by a final score of uh, 81-72 to 72 as Baylor wins its fourth consecutive game and extend their home win streak as they go to 2-0 and in Big 12 play. Coach Pope uh, with us now courtside. Uh, Coach, heck of a battle tonight uh, from your guys. This was a game that uh, was back and forth the entire way, nobody really opening up a big lead. Just your overall thoughts on, on the level of competition you guys exhibited tonight here on the road. Well, we, we, clearly we know Baylor is a good team, and, and uh, you know, it was this this gym is really special. Like, they, they did an unbelievable job building it. It was a great environment, and, and um and it was two teams that really, really competed. And, and uh, you know, we came on the short end of it, and that's really frustrating. And there are things we have to fix and get better at. Um, and so that's all true. As was the case on Saturday, the free throw disparity is an easy place to start when looking at where things went sideways a little bit tonight. What do you think? Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's going to be an adjustment for us. We have to do a better job coaching our guys. Um, you know, we're actually going to probably spend some in-depth time now looking at this and try and figure out how we can uh, um, how we can soften this whistle a little bit. That's that's um, that's going to be really important for us. And there is some of this that is actually controllable for us. And so we have to really focus on the the part of it is the controllable for us. And then we and then we just got to play above the rest of it. And so um, that that's our job and we can do it. And it's going to be, it's going to be something that we're going to grow into over time, but we're going to spend an inordinate amount of time um, trying to figure out exactly how to keep up our competitive fire and, and, and soften this whistle. Is more of the uh, of the controllable part you're talking about the guarding without fouling part? Is it coming on the defensive end, or is it really both ways right now for you? Um, I think it's both, and you know, a lot of this was, um, you know, a lot of like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to probably say things that aren't uh, exactly correct. With this, it's going to require a, a pretty extensive deep dive into the film, but um, but I felt like a lot of uh, there was. You know, there was some uh, significant amount of these that were 50-50 calls, meaning 50-50 ball calls. It, it wasn't, uh, you know, there's some that were just like, hey, they got you up in the air and you, you fouled. Um, and there are some that are 50-50 plays where um, we might interpret it like, hey, this is, you know, why why are these calls uh, leading away from us? And we have to figure out how to sell this. And th- listen, 
um, this is, you know, there is a, a portion of this that's controllable, and, and the part of it that's controllable we have to become experts at, and we will. That's what we do is we find new challenges. Uh, it's one of the great things about moving to this league is we're going to learn new challenges, and we're going to get them repetitively. It's not like you just see them one night, and then you wait for a month, and you get to see it another time. We get to see this level of play every single night, and so, um, you know, we have the bones of, of being able to uh, be really, really competitive in this league. Now we've got to figure out the nuances. And tonight was, uh, you know, essentially, um, you know, it essentially uh, came down to a, a, a pretty nuanced game that, that we feel like we can win. Well, Coach, I know, you know, obviously you're about winning games. and uh, uh, But from my perspective, I felt a little bit better about this game tonight. I thought you guys really could be, did a lot of good things. You uh, you know, rebounded the ball better than you did against Cincinnati. The bench was better. Uh, there, there were some things that, to me, were much better. And I know you, you know, you see, see a loss, but do you see that a little bit tonight that your guys competed a, a little bit in this environment against such a good team? You, they, they competed well. I felt like we, I felt like we were committed the whole night. You know, I didn't think we played great. You know, we had um, probably, uh, you know, we, 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 we probably had. Um, no, listen, credit Baylor. Baylor's a good team. Like, we're playing against the best teams in the country, so this is a really good team. But, um, you know, on the defensive end, I felt like, uh, especially in the second half, there was a, a kind of a deadly combination of um, miscues and and uh, and threes and, and free throw line stuff and some stuff at the rim. It was kind of like pick your poison of the four things that hurt you most defensively. And um, th- there were there were some uh, spaces where almost we were trying too hard, but we, we had some – breakdowns in terms of staying committed to what we wanted to you know when you when you approach a really good team you kind of make very conscious decisions about hey if they can do a b c and d then they're going to win for example if you want to be hyperbolic you would say listen if they dribble down to to our free throw line and shoot a three-quarter court every single possession and make everyone they're going to win and we're going to pat them on the back and say they're good now clearly that's a super hyperbolic example but when you're playing against good teams, what you do is you say, hey, this is what we're going to allow, and this is what we're going to be committed to take away. And we did a terrific, terrific job in the first half of maintaining our defensive integrity, of, of, of staying sound with that, of saying, hey, if they beat us with this, they're going to beat us with this, but we're not letting them beat us in these ways. And in the second half, you saw that start to fray a little bit, partly because guys are trying so hard to make plays, partly because guys lose focus in the motion of the game, uh, partly because of communication issues with us and the staff. And, you know, that's a space where it come, you know, we're, we're going to get stretched really thin in this league, playing the best teams in the country every night, and, and that's something we have to get better at, and we're excited about it, guys. I mean, come on, we signed up for this because we want to be great. And guess what? You don't become great uh, just without going through a process. We know that. And so we're in the process right now. We're super excited about it. I'm really proud of our guys. We've got very clear windows where we can make huge improvements, and, and that's what we're going to do. All right, closing comments with the coach are coming up. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Greg and Mark with the coach. Mark Pope after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Baylor, an 81-72 home winner over BYU. Tonight, uh, Iowa State beat Houston at home. 
First loss of the season for the Houston Cougars. Uh, K-State went to West Virginia, won on the road. Texas won by a point at Cincinnati. Oklahoma State uh, falling at Texas Tech, 90-73. to So five games tonight, uh, two more tomorrow, including a KU at UCF. And Coach Mark Pope here on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. UCF is your next opponent. You'll get to see how they do against the Jayhawks tomorrow night in Orlando. Yeah, really good team. Uh, you know, as everybody is in this league with some tremendous size. Uh, man, they got some size, and, and uh, you know, they'll try and exert pressure in a lot of different ways in the game and uh, it'll be a great venue and a great opportunity for us to go compete and and um and and keep getting better the whole name of the game here man is is where can you go find wins we got to go find wins and and this gives us another opportunity to do it on the road and and it's really important for us uh, another thing that's uh, that's obviously hurt you a little bit is the turnovers you'd been so good leading up to these couple of games. Now you've had a couple more than I know that you're happy with. 14 is not a ridiculous number, but it's more than I know that you want to have. Is that just a, a matter of now you're, you're playing against such more athletic, quicker guys and you just need to get used to it? You, is that a number that you can see coming down with your guys as, as they get into conference play? I think we'll get better at it. I mean, this team's proven proven that they can get better and better and better, and that's what we have to do. You know, we can't be a 16-turnover-a-game uh, team in this conference. It, it just doesn't work with what we do. You know, tonight, interestingly enough, um, you know, I felt like we turned down some shots that we needed to take. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's very much, uh, you know, in, in this league, um, the way that things go in this league, uh, if you get a good shot in good rhythm and you turn it down, most likely you're not getting a better one. You're just not. And mm. and so, um, I, I you know, th- that's going to be a, a thing that everyone, every team in the league is, is trying to fine-tune that, right? But I felt like we, turned, we, we did that a little bit, and I think that can lead to some turnovers. Um, I felt like our guys were really conscientious. We had, you know, some that were unfortunate. You know, Spence trying to save, a, you know, go get an offensive rebound, and that counts as a turnover. So there was some of that in there. Uh, but but turnovers are circumstantial, and and we got to get this number twelve and below. It's really important to us winning. It's it's one of the facets of the game that's really important to us. How pleased were you with the next step that uh, Foose took in getting back into the swing of things? Yeah, Foose had a little bit of an impact on this game. I was I was happy with uh, getting the ball a couple times in the post, which is really important to us. It gives us a, a little bit of a different way to go. And then I was really happy with, you know, we we, we tried to switch one through five with not great results. Um, you know, in the last four, five, six minutes of the game. Uh, but for Foose's part, he was really, really solid. Um, didn't really get cooked. Uh, you know, handled the switches well. Handled isolation pretty well. Um, and so I was pleased with that. And that's going to be really important for us as, as we continue to move forward and, and find, uh, you know, find ways to guard um, Big 12 teams in the, in the certainly in the waning uh, five, six, eight minutes of the game. The grind continues in the best basketball conference in America. America, you're sure to grow from it uh, regardless of outcome, and you look to take a negative result tonight, flip it around on the weekend, but uh, it is something that certainly has to motivate your guys night in, night out to just be at your best because it requires your best. Our guys love playing and love competing, and um you know, it's just this league is different. It's going to be an adjustment for all of us. You know, we we're just talking off the air. Kansas had a three-game losing streak in the league last year and won the league outright. Like, 
this is a league where it's almost like you just have to find a way, and mostly it's going to be just keeping ourselves really siloed as much as we can. You just have to find a way to keep moving forward, shut out all the noise, all the voices, and just like make this a tiny bubble um, so you can endure, for example, a three-game losing streak and, and still keep your forward momentum going. And I'm really blessed, man. I have a locker room where we can do that, and, and, and we understand what we've signed up for, and we understand that we're a really good team and we understand that we have areas where you know we've been exposed the last couple games where we need to get better at and where we can and and um, this project is super exciting you know it's 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 actually very special to me that we're in this building right now scott drew got here 21 years ago and it took him seven you know he won right away but it took him 17 years to hang and batter and 21 years to build a building and that's what this requires and um, I'm really blessed, man, to have guys that are like, yep, let's go. We're, we're going to go strap it up. We're going to get better tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And then we're going to go play our best Big 12 game we've played so far in, in Florida. And, and, and we're going to keep going. And um, we're not going to be um, discouraged or dissuaded. We refuse to do that. Coach, I'm back with you tomorrow night in Studio C for your weekly show, and then we'll be hitting the road Thursday for Orlando. So I'll see you back in town tomorrow. All right, thanks, guys. All right, that is Mark Pope, Coach Mark Pope with us, and uh, he uses the word silo. You know, we're here in the home of the Magnolia silos here in uh, in Waco, Texas, and it is in Waco where Baylor defeats BYU by a final score of 81-72. to Thanks to the Popes, and we will wrap it up after this as we continue on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Texas, Baylor 81, and uh, BYU 72 is our final score. And uh, yeah, the Cougars will drop to 0-2 uh, in league, and uh, Baylor will go to 2-0. Greg Rubel. And uh, Mark Durant with you as we wrap things up here in Waco. Just saying a quick uh, so long to Caleb Lohner, former BYU Cougar, coming by to uh, make his greetings before he heads off the floor tonight. Uh, Caleb's team, victorious. Yeah, the big second half, 48-33. to 33. Baylor outscoring BYU in the second half. So, Mark, we've seen two games where BYU's had 7-point and 6-point halftime leads. They haven't held up in the second half. And in both games, we saw a bit of a parade at the free-throw line by both victorious teams. And like Coach Pope said, they got to get a handle on that. they got to find a way to, what, he, what, what was the phrase he used? Soften the whistle, I think is what he said. Yeah, and, and I think they can. I mean, uh, some of the fouls they get, they, they could certainly avoid and, and play smart and not foul late in the shot clock. They had a couple of those. and uh, But it, it's going to be a challenge. I mean, the way they play offensively, they're not going to draw a lot of fouls. And, and in order to compete, you have to be super physical. And, and, some, and it, there, there is some wiggle room, but I think it's going to be a continuing problem uh, for BYU going forward this year. And, but, you know, listen, Greg, I'm sure at some point I'm going to be – start to kind of get upset if BYU keeps losing. But I felt good about tonight. I thought they came out with fire. They were aggressive. They got to the rim. They opened up a lead. They had a lead at halftime. And, yeah, it, got, it, it slipped away from them again, and that's a problem. Uh, but I do think these are things that can be addressed, and they competed. 
and this is an incredibly tough environment against the top 20 team, and you took them to the ropes and uh, had a chance, and it just didn't go your way at the end. But I, I was very pleased with this yeah. performance, and there's only a certain number of moral victories you can claim, but coming into the Big 12 in this type of environment to play the way they did, I thought it was pr- actually a pretty nice job. Yeah, you knew what you were in for, and you're getting it, and I agree with you on everything you just said right there. Uh, there's not a lot of despondency at all. This is simply going to be a battle. Coach Pope brings up either KU having a three-game losing streak and winning league or, or West Virginia opening 0-5 and, and still getting to the tournament out of the Big 12. Things like that happen in this kind of conference. Let's get to our Economics Partners valuable stat of the game to wrap things up tonight. It is brought to you by Economics Partners, BYU's accounting program, is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. Talked a lot about the free throw disparity, and it's been big in the first two games. Going to go to points off of turnovers in this one. Uh, BYU has been over its turnover average in both games. Like Mark Pope just said a minute ago, can't average 16 a game and do what they want to do in this league, and they've been at 18 and 14, so an average of 16 turnovers per game for a team that was averaging fewer than 10 coming into league play. So he, I <coughs> beg your pardon, he IDs that number. And today that turned into an 18 to four yeah, points off the, of turnovers that's disparity. Problem. That's that's your ball game tonight. But Baylor turned it over only five times. BYU scores four points. BYU turns it over 14 times, and Baylor scores 18. And so you're minus 14 in the points off of turnovers category in a game you only lose by nine, and that was the difference maker, one of the difference makers in this game, and you are seeing an overall defensive tone and timber in the Big 12 that you're going to get night to night. So it is something BYU will get acclimated to, um, you know, eight, you know, over the course of an 18-game season, the kind of pressure you face, BYU seeing it in the Big 12, and it has turned into those turnover numbers that are steeper than has been the case through games one and two. All right, so that will do it. Uh, no, Greg, oddly enough, even though it's late, I feel oddly refreshed for some reason. And uh, <laughs> we did we, we did take a late game shower I, I in this I one. I don't have to shower for my flight in the morning. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to go too far on social media to find out what we're talking about uh, tonight. Uh, all's well that ends well. It's and, all good. Yeah, it's all good. and again, it was it was uh, you know late in the game, things get tense, a little heated up. Just cooled us off nicely. I love it. I love us. it. All right, uh, let's thank the crew back at BYU Radio. Our engineer is Barry Squires. Our control board operators were Ethan Arkell and James Finlayson. Maya Tippetts was our studio editor. Terry South, our coordinating producer. Ben Bagley is uh, our studio host. Thanks as well to uh, Sean O'Neill and Clark Jackman on the operations side of things. Appreciation to Tyson Jex, BYU's basketball communications director, to Matt Roberts, the communications director for Baylor men's basketball as well. Thank them both. And to John Morris, the voice of the Bears, for joining us for a pregame conversation. And you heard from Coach Pope pre- and postgame as well. So for all those folks, my name is Greg Grubel. And for my broadcast partner, Mr. Mark Durant, I am saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball. We're back with you Saturday from Orlando, Florida, for a 1 o'clock pregame and a 2 o'clock mountain time tip for BYU and UCF but between now and then tomorrow night at Studio C it's BYU basketball with Mark Pope our weekly coaches show Ali Khalifa will be our guest tomorrow night 630 Mountain Time on the BYU TV app and ESPN plus so that'll do it good night and so long from Waco Texas you've been listening to BYU basketball on the new skin BYU sports network coverage of today's game has been brought to you by all pro capital real estate investments by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires. The team you trust. Brought to you by Ken Garth. We hear you. And by Smith's Food and Drug. Proud partner of BYU Athletics. 
BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Shane Reese, Vice President Keith Borkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.